0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: What is going on, people? You know that sound, the Unfiltered Band, means yes. Another episode of Unfiltered coming your way right here, right now. Officially, this will go in the books. As number 253, you can jump on board, and seven, 365. As always, it is easy. Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your better podcasts, of course. Artists formerly known as Twitter, X if you will. Follow me at Casey Stern. Jump up into the top of the bio and follow through to the YouTube channel and get all the content. Like, subscribe, thumbs up, tell all your friends. 252 into 253 episodes deep of Unfiltered, presented by Bet Online. And of course, speaking of friends, thank you to the Unfiltered Band. And thank you wherever you are And joining us is sit here as I do this on a Friday. We're inching closer and closer to the baseball season and further and further away from the excitement of the beginning of spring training. And now even more so having those conversations about where is a Blake Snell and when is that deal going to take place? And what about a Monty and Jordan Montgomery? What about a Matt Chapman? And what about the many countless others that are there outside the board as clients who are still available and there for your team to be had and acquire and sign Yet or left unsigned. We'll get into why, among many other things, from spring training and also uh, some youth baseball as well. I want to touch on a number of things today. We, as always, any day we're here, presented by our good friends at Bet Online. They're your number one source for your sports betting needs. Whether it be the latest odds lines and matchup reports for baseball, basketball, boxing, golf, they got everything for you. BetOnline's the fastest and easiest way to get all your wagers. They've got live betting, favorite casino and card games, and they're all available right now, right from your phone. So head over to the website, or use your mobile device and sign up today. Get in on all this action. And remember to use the promo code BELIEVE. It's B L E A V. You get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It is Bet Online where the game starts as we get started here. So what about it? All the talk continues to be about the free agents. Once you get past, okay, Otani is home. And okay, Yamamoto has had his debut. And everybody's going to go crazy about what happens in spring training. And if you get a hit, you're the greatest player ever. And if you get an out, you're a bust. And it doesn't work that way, but that's how we all work mentally. But we are waiting mentally to put away and put in the books, if you will, and put baby in a corner, the conversation about where all the free agents that are left are going to go. And something that—and I saw this in a in an article that Alden Gonzalez had out on ESPN, and I know that the commissioner, Rob Manfred, had talked about this recently, this idea of a deadline for free agency. And I wanted to get into this a little bit because if you've been listening to me over the years, you know—and I could go back, I'm talking five, ten years— doing shows at winter meetings where I was saying, sitting there at winter meetings, this is great. We've got all this guests, but where the hell are the announcements at the podium? Where are the big deals? I got a paper full waiting for signings and I got three lines in in one year deals and nothing going on. And they're all relievers. And where is the money and when is it going to happen? Because we want that influx and we want that buzz. And there is a lot, and I've talked about this many, many times. There's a lot that I'm not in favor of from the commissioner that he has done and that he has said. And most of the times when he speaks, the foot goes in the mouth. And most of the time when he talks, there's no accountability whatsoever. But I must be fair with you that he has a point here. Now, is it ever going to happen because of the Players Association and the idea? And we'll get into this and dig into it a bit that there's a lot of money that could be lost if you did something like this. I don't know if it's ever going to be something that comes to fruition. But he is on the money and on the right track with the idea that we need some way... To hone in and force, if you will, as bad as that sounds, these deals to take place so that we can have more of a hot stove and it's not lukewarm to off to the powers off to I called the powers back on and now the stove's sort of on and it's kind of running and now it's dead and that's kind of how it goes. It's not a hot stove anymore. and It hasn't been for years. We get excited and then it's dead for two weeks and then something else happens. But... In watching hockey forever and covering basketball for many years and hosting, you know, on television, the shows when boom, you know, the moratorium is, is gone. And, you know, these deals already had taken place. I mean, you know, that the seven, eight deals that got announced. You know, the first five minutes that, you know, free agency was open certainly didn't take place. Then we all get the unwritten things that go on, but nobody cares because it's the excitement and all of that. And yeah, the other part is the negative, the con. Well, that lasts three, four days a week, week and a half. And then what the hell? You got nothing to talk about. You dip out. So there's two sides of this, and this is not a black and white scenario, and it's not easy peasy, and it is devil's advocate on both sides. But if you're being fair, I think there's a lot to trying to build excitement and winter meetings is something the other sports don't do. They don't have anything like that where everybody in December is converging and in the same spot. And you've got podiums and pressers and all the TV networks and all the buzz and nothing else going on. And, and it, it could be about you and you don't make it about you. You make it about, okay, everybody's there, and that's great, and everybody on places that you're already watching get to view. I'm already seeing MLB Network, and now I get to see all the live press conferences. I'm watching ESPN. I get to see it. I'm listening to MLB Network radio or wherever, and now you get to have all of that. But if you want to go ahead and you want to cross over and transcend and get out of baseball and be at the front page and be in the top of the sports center, you know, rundown and all those sorts of things, then you've got to find a way to do it. And having this drawn out thing ain't going to do it. Because if we didn't have Otani in this past offseason, what the hell did we have to talk about? What did we have to talk about? You're not going to have that every year, right? We were blessed with that. We had the Aaron Orson judge thing the year before that. Sometimes you get little snippets, but that last day, day, two days, three days, and then it's gone. And then all that stuff that crosses over, gets you in mainstream and becomes popular and gives you that buzz and makes it feel like a hot stove is gone as well. And I think there is definitely something to whether you put a moratorium on it so that at the front end, Deals can't be announced or nothing can occur until you get to winter meetings. And at least then, even if they're not the big names, you're beginning with a flurry of some sort of signings. I mean, you're probably looking at least you got 10, 12 in the books that can get announced. You've got some that might be done that you could sit there and, and you know have those guys at the podiums and have those players flown in and all those sorts of things. And, and maybe there would be at least a little bit more life. And maybe that would create an, a, a flush and some sort of a domino effect. I don't know, at least at the front end. Then on the back end... The hard part about this, while I agree, it would be great to cap it at the new year. And then, you know, who cares? Look, in January, everybody watching the NFL playoffs, anybody, anyway. Everybody watching college football and the bowl games at the front of it, anybody, anyway. Everybody doing their New Year's resolutions and getting the year started. And so coming back from vacations and all that sorts of stuff. Not being a big deal in January. Not a big deal. Nobody cares. But then you get to camp and spring training is there. And everybody there doing their 30 and 30 teams and all of that stuff and you got all the players and the familiar faces in new places, and you could go get it. And now all of a sudden, you got all that attention. You don't have it being on why the hell is nobody signed unless you like the attention being on why is nobody signed. Not all press, good press. But all press is good press. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I do understand the other side of it, which we need to factor in. And, you know, Tony Clark recently had had a statement about this. And I've talked to players about this over the years. And they've all said the same thing that has made a lot of sense to me. And we must be fair. On one side that we're discussing, you've got good for the sport, you've got good for connection with, you know, the outsiders who are, you know, not your P1s, if you will, the people who are not sitting there and the diehards of baseball, and they maybe kind of sort of paying attention, but maybe it crosses their landscape, gets on their radar because it's really a hot stove, right? Better for the buzz of the game, better for, for the notoriety and all of that, right? All those things that deal with ratings and public and media and fans, and we're all in those categories. But on the other side, if you put a deadline on anything, if you put a deadline on anything, you are putting yourself in a spot where clearly the players can't get stuck without deals, so now the teams got all the leverage. I got a deadline. Well, okay, yeah, I get that. I'm offering you four million for one year, and the market says that you're worth, you know, sixteen for two. But we got an hour to go. Now, is it going to bring a little bit of a bidding war? You're going to have more teams involved, and they're going to be a push there. Yes, and I think you see that at the trade deadline for sure because you can't make trades beyond that point. And, you know, you can't get those players beyond that point. But that leverage shifts even at the trade deadline, where if you know that a team has to get rid of a player, so in this case, the player has to sign, right? Then all of a sudden that leverage is lost and you you don't get nearly as much because everybody's known that this whole time we are getting closer and closer to the point where you'll get nothing if you don't get rid of said player. Where player will get nothing, in this case, we're discussing if they don't sign. But it really is interesting because... If you put a deadline on it, a moratorium at the front, something where at least you kind of you you push in that time period and you try and funnel these deals in where you have a little bit more hubbub, it's going to be great for the game. And it maybe it doesn't put you in this spot because there's a lot that goes into this. Look, Scott Boras, not the only reason we're here. The RSN is not the only reason we're here. You know, players being greedy, if that's what you think, not the only reason we're here. Teams sitting there being cheap, if that's what you think, not the only reason we're here. It's a little bit of everything in this marketplace that is putting you here. Scott Boros yesterday calling it, or two days ago, in a regular market, right, in terms of why Bellinger took that deal when they were looking, we know, based on reports out, seven, eight years trying to get deals done. But this is a scenario where if you're being fair, And you're being honest, not good for the game that we're sitting there. It's not good for the teams. It's not good for those players. Jordan Montgomery, who's just a star on a World Series team, he's way too good to be sitting there in a spot where he didn't have a team to play for. Blake Snell, Cy Young Award winner, way too good to be sitting there where he doesn't have a team to play for. But it is a conversation on both sides that's got a lot of girth, if you will, to it. I'm curious, as a fan, Media member players jump in, obviously, as well. Get on me uh, in the chat if you're sitting there on YouTube watching this. You can get in on uh, Twitter, X, if you're going there as well, and give me a reply. Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. If you're listening that way, get me on X and let me know at Casey Stern. I'm really curious where you sit from your vantage point. Do you think that this is something that the league should look further into? Do you think the players would ever buy into it in any machination? And what way can you figure out to get that done? Because look, one thing I wanted to say you know, quickly, there's a lot of excitement outside of Otani and Yamamoto out there. I'm not saying that this is all bad because of the free agents. If You're not excited about Baltimore. You're an Oriole fan. You're nuts. Uh, Corbin Burns, everything they built last year, Jackson Holiday, let's go, Right. You're not excited in Atlanta where I am, where I think this team could be better than the Dodgers. You're crazy. They're built seemingly forever. Alex Anthopoulos has done an unbelievably ridiculously marvelous, redunculous job with this franchise, and his his team have and his staff locking up as many players as they have where are just keeps the gift that keeps on giving with this roster. Where there's excitement in Texas. Everybody coming in now for the first time to spring training. I spent so many years at that place and at that facility, which is on one side, for those of you who know the Royals and a one of the Rangers, in surprise every year after year after year. And surprise, surprise, now you coming in just defending champs. How about Houston, who seems to have a chance to win every single year? New York, where you got the Sotos of the world. The list goes on and on. So it's not like it's all negative or it's all Otani, Yamamoto, and the Dodgers. But this thing got to get figured out and figured out some way. Wanted to sneak this on the back end, just kind of curiosity. So I'm dealing with for the first time my kids playing sports, and my son now playing baseball the last two three years. And I I have become a people watcher for parents and coaches of teams that 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 we're on that he's on and opposing coaches and teams in terms of just how differently parents seem to view what their kids are supposed to experience in Little League. My son, nine. He's in an under-10 league, right? I always thought, you know, look, people get into this whole participation trophy and all that other kind of stuff, and I'm not getting into that, right? It ends up somehow swaying political, and, and, and I'm not going anywhere there. But we have gotten in a world where it's like, People think there's something wrong with saying that as a kid, when you have no chance to get to the big leagues, that it is okay. Now, look, at at eight, nine years old, do I think that, and I did it, I did it too, that playing sports you learn. and I did, a ton as a kid about about, uh, being a good teammate and about attitude and about sportsmanship and about desire and about hard work and about discipline and about friendship and about sharing and all those sorts of things that are great. Right, Social skills, there's so much that's there. In addition to the athletics, all those things are important, but it is supposed to be fun. It is supposed to be enjoyable. You know, Most of these kids are never going to play in high school, let alone play in college, let alone play in the majors, even though they all think they are because they're playing MLB The Show. Curious, what are you seeing when you're out there with your kids? Get to me. Again, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast. You can jump on board. Artist formerly known as Twitter, X, if you will, at Casey Stern. Hop up to the top of the bio if you're watching right now. Get over to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Like the videos. Tell your friends. We've got more guests coming next week. Continue on the baseball side, but we've got MMA here, basketball, football, life. Cover pretty much everything at Unfiltered. So stay with us. 253 in the books, Unfiltered, as always. Brought to you by our good friends at BetOnline.